<laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Welcome to I'm Telling Mom, the podcast about three <laughs> brothers catching up, playing games, and acting like a bunch of bumbling, rumbling, tumbling connoisseurs of the 1990s, 2000s, and beyond. Watch in amazement as Mason tells you his favorite <laughs> color. Sit back and relax and engorge yourself <laughs> while Landon shares his headphones on. His favorite color is gray, and I'm your host, Ringmaster Blaster. Mason looks like to be atop the trapeze, fulfilling a lifelong desire. Landon is mounting Stacy, the elephant. Watch as like he that. rides on one leg, parading around the ring. Boo! <laughs> yeah. Boo! You know, Everything that just happened, the music and everything aside, the fact that you keep saying ringmaster blaster is the most uncomfortable thing I've heard today. More uncomfortable than you mounting an elephant? Yeah. Named Stacy. Good point, but yes. <laughs> oh, all right. So um, actually, I so from that from that chaos, I'm kind of curious. Have our like favorite colors changed over time? Because originally my favorite color was red. Then it was like in college, it was purple, and now it's yellow. So I'm curious, like you like the opposite color. Like those are probably the three <laughs> least favorite colors that I have. Those Red, are purple, and yellow. The three worst colors. I, least favorited. Yellow. I won't get into it with you, Mason, because I'll win. But yellow is a fantastic color. So I. Okay. Okay. Let's get back to it, Mason Landon. <laughs> What does your progression of colors look like? I grew up liking green, but I think that's just like, so each, th all three of us had our color growing up. And I think yeah. I just liked green because I was told I liked green and then that was my yeah. color. But I like yeah. blue a lot because it, it gives across the feeling of sadness and depression. Oh yeah. That's a good and reason like to like it. Calmness so you just get sad and at the beach. You just look at. The ocean and the blue sky, and you just get sad. Yeah, and depressed. Yeah, well, it's also it. It's well, a for it's your tears. also a little bit nature, but that's mostly green is nature. Okay, because like about if you, you see, if I show you a picture that's blue filtered, it looks sad. <laughs> sad. <laughs> Lena, where are you at? Um, <clears throat> for for pretty much my whole life, it was always blue, but then uh, mm -hmm. around college, it changed to gray. Because gray, it's actually gray. Yes, it is gray. Uh, because uh, clothing-wise, gray works with everything, and because it's not black or white, it's in the middle. It's determining some other form of understanding that's not just as clear-cut as black and white. <laughs> Speaking of which, we are all wearing gray <laughs> right now. We all have yeah, gray shirts true. on. If we're talking wardrobe-wise, for sure my favorite colors are black and gray, because that's all I own. But I think, but I think you have to take that into account when you're talking about your favorite color. Like, what do you, well, like, what yeah. do you think of when it's your favorite color? Well, it's stuff that I can wear. It's stuff that I look good in. See, but not me. Like I don't. I don't take that. I don't take that but, stance. Like, I, I, my favorite color is genuinely yellow. You love yellow, but you're not yellow. going to wear a yellow shirt. 
I have one yellow shirt. So like when like, I think of my favorite color, it's like what what emotionally makes me happy? Mm-hmm. And I like yellow because it makes me happy. Yeah. Like what I like in my clothing is different than what I like in my artwork. Like artwork wise, yeah. I love blue. I love paintings that are blue. I love painting in blue, but wardrobe wise, I just wear black. I have I have a strong opinion. I'm gonna completely twi- switch gears since oh, we've good. We've already covered this topic. We've already talked about Let's talk about more about blue. Engaging enough for you, Clace? No, <laughs> I'm ready to bounce, man. Okay. Let's bounce. All right. I have a strong opinion. Uh, and let me just say this. If you are the type of person that... Okay, hang on. Let me just... Let me address everybody directly. If you're the type of person that drives around in a parking space... Why is Landon not looking at me? Oh. <laughs> oh, you're talking to us. Got it. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. If you're the type of person that drives around a parking lot looking for a space like three closer, like if you could go park and just park, but there's one like three closer, so you're gonna drive around until you find that spot. That spot, you're an idiot. Yeah, you yeah, are I, a validated um, idiot. Just <clears throat> park and walk. By the time you got to that space, three three spaces closer by walking, you would have like parked four times over. So, wait, 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 wait. Okay, counter argument. If there are two empty spaces and one of them is three cars closer and you're going to take the time to drive up and park there, by all means, you're perfectly fine. Okay, if there's yes. an open space and a car backing out and you go sit and wait for that car to back out, you are an idiot. If, okay, but if they're back, if they're like in the process of backing out, I think they're okay. If you if you if somebody's like pushing their cart to their car and you stop and wait for them to unload their cart, get in their car, reverse drive away so you can get in their parking spot. That's when you're an idiot. Yeah. Specifically, two weeks ago, I'm in the Walmart parking lot and I I pull out because I'm done shopping. I'm ready to go. I drive forward and there's this truck sitting here. Waiting because this lady has her car on in the first parking space. She's not she's not reversing. She just has the car on. I <laughs> you not. We sat there for four minutes, which I know four minutes doesn't sound like a long time. But if you're sitting in a parking yeah, lot for no time. reason for four minutes waiting for somebody to back up because the guy in front of you refuses to just find somewhere else. Yeah. That's infuriating. And I yeah. didn't and you're an idiot. And you're an idiot. Yeah. So this is how you guys sound right now. So if if I pull into Walmart parking lot and there's a little old lady in her shopping cart going across and I wait for her without running her over, you're no. an idiot. That's different. That's how no, you guys sound that right is now. no, like, not on. at all. What I just said. If that's what you took from what I a, said, if you have a preference in terms of it being easier to park if you park further away from the store because there's just more open space, I get that. That's my preference too. But calling people idiots for preferring to be closer. Like, if you're no, if you're holding up to be everybody behind you and you're being an inconvenience because people are trying to get out but you want to sit there and wait that's like if you were in the wrong lane to turn and then you just sit in that lane waiting to get over and you're holding up everybody yeah. behind you it's just yeah. inconsiderate all, and stupid and no, there's no point but may, may, if you're pulling into like the lot and somebody is backing out what are you going to do hit them be like, no, no I'm you. saying that's no. not 
That's not what we're saying. We're saying you're sitting there waiting for a spot to open to up. Open up. Okay. Right. So and you're right, just basically sitting in the middle of the lane with like four cars behind you because you want to. You okay. want that that's okay. Fair, but that's not what Clay was originally saying. No, it, what it is what I'm saying. I'm also saying if you okay, let's say there's the whole back half of the lot is empty. I have been in the passenger seat of people that will drive around the parking lot until they find a spot that's within <laughs> the first five rows. They refuse to just park in the back half of the lot, and that <laughs> is as equally as infuriating as just waiting for somebody to back out of their spot while they're putting I mean, groceries away. It's the same thing. It's just but park. That, listen. <laughs> no, listen. I mean, I'm actually on board with that, though. Just what? park <laughs> well, your yeah. car. Just I mean, park. that doesn't directly affect you, though. Like, that's if you want to drive around for hours, yeah, you're stupid. If I'm but in you're the not saving time seat. by, like, oh, circling yeah. around versus just park right away and walk the extra 10 feet. I okay. I'm the type of person. If I pull into, let's just say Lowe's, I pull into Lowe's. I will park. You you enter from the back of the of the parking lot. Typically, I will park in the first open space. I will not drive the whole aisle just to see if there's a closer space. I refuse to do it. I will just park in the first open but space and walk my happy the, ass no, to the front No, you don't park door. in the first. You don't pull into the lot at the very back and pull no, into that first I'll one that's that, farthest like the, the away. The closest that's like. Uh-huh. obviously available uh-huh. i'm yeah. not going to drive down the aisle just to see if there's one closer i don't do that <laughs> and i don't well, think my strong opinion is i don't think other people should do that either so there's a lot of parking etiquette we just covered here okay well i got i got one more parking thing but it's not directly related to parking but it is but i was at Publix earlier and as i'm getting out of my car there's a, like a 40 year old lady that's pulling out of her car and she's blaring music, which is normal. Yeah, she is. But she's blaring. I like noticed. As <laughs> a fox, say, I'm like, what? Oh my gosh! Who's listening <laughs> to that unironically? The jam of 2017. Super loud in your car. <laughs> I mean, I get, I get playing it as a meme, but like listening to it by yourself in your car. I mean, that's the same thing as if I started blaring, like, George Michael's Careless Whisper. Just Oh, that's justified. If you're blaring, if you're blaring George Michael. Really? Careless Whisper. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm gonna, if you're I'm gonna blaring you, that and you... I'm gonna are have you, you kidding record, me? Okay, you need to record a video at a super right. busy stoplight or something with your windows down, just blaring Careless Whisper. And I will also record all the cars around me because they will all have smiles on their faces. <laughs> That's what makes it phenomenal. If you're blaring what the fox says, people but, are like, but what? You, yeah. But you're I mean, but you're still playing it like ironically. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you're to also internalizing it and enjoying it. Up by herself, enjoying what does the fox say? It is two very Don't different. Judge. Uh, <laughs> Don't judge other yeah. people, Landon. I, Here's, just, I found it strange. Ooh. Hit the mic. Here's also okay. So another another driving situation. I was I pulled into a gas station. I pulled into um, a spot. And I was just pumping gas, and this truck drives up, blaring, just blaring some rap music. Uh, he gets out of his car without turning the car off. Seemingly turned the music up. All the windows are down, and then. He reaches in and changes the song and then walks away from his car. 
Like, I'm going to be the DJ of this <laughs> gas station, and I don't like this song. They're, Let's force people to listen to this song instead, <laughs> and then walks away. What kind of energy is that? Have you guys ever confronted somebody about that? Like, about their music no. being too loud or anything? I have. I've wanted to at the I when I have all the time. What, I don't confront go, people. I um, have. So, I was at a gas station, and it was this beat up car and dude he didn't even park at a pump he parked like in front of the station and is first of all it genuinely sounded like crap it's like (laughs) rattling and shaking and it's just like it was it was terrible and i walked in the gas station i bought something walked out and i i looked at him and i pointed and he had a girl in the front seat i pointed right at him and i said it sounds like <laughs> That's all I said. He gets, he gets out of his. It was this little fifteen-year-old scrawny kid, right? Like, I, if it was a big dude, I probably wouldn't have said anything. But he gets out of his car and he like he like is hanging on one side of the door, and he's like, "You sound like." And I was like, <laughs> "I'm like, this is exactly the the response I would have expected from this kid." And I was like, I shook my head and I walked to my car and I drove away. Like, what's <laughs> There's What's no worse, point arguing you, with some people. Yeah. <laughs> What's girlfriend worse if you also said, in the passenger seat, felt like you could tell she was really embarrassed. So oh, that no. that goal was accomplished. Uh, what's worse though, saying you sound like shit or your mom sounds like? Shit? What would have been worse? Ooh, the, your mom comeback would have been better for him. Do you think so? Yes, because <laughs> then it implies that he knows what my mother sounds like, which is offensive. Gotcha. So, okay. So. The the you sound like is funny to me because he could not think of anything else to say and it doesn't even make sense. My, so my pizza my pizza's burning. Oh, okay. He's got to go get his pizza. All right, All right. pause on the nice. podcast so Landon can go get his pizza. I guess let's t- let's talk with chat. Let's let's talk with chat. You brought up race uh, in our chat. And that I, I wanted to just quickly call out. He sent us a message um, about the podcast. I'm not going to read it, but it was really encouraging and meant a lot. So, Race, thank you so much for sending that over. All three of us really appreciated that. And it was kind of cool to get your perspective. Uh, quick shout out. If anybody else wants to inflate our ego, feel free to send us... <laughs> You know, to, messages just, <laughs> to balance or, it out. Know, Nevin, please text me with a, a scathing review of the podcast yeah. and how there much we it go. sucks. Thank you. As okay, super wait, critical as possible. Wait. I'm going to get into segment one, but before I do, somebody else sent me something in the mail and I don't know. Like, okay, <laughs> this came today. First of all, I just let me make sure it wasn't either of you. It's a pair of bicycle shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but, what? But it's a nice... Look at this. Hang on. Let me flip these inside out. You got to see these, this butt. Look at this padded butt. Whoa. Yeah, those are bicycle Super, shorts. Like, this, this is a nice, nice bicycle, bicycle pants. And I don't know who sent them to me. <laughs> and also, why... That was my like, other question, why? is why? Landon bikes... I bike. I could use that. Clay's does not. Landon, I'm happy to ship them to you if you would actually <laughs> want them. But I mean, I think I, you should I, use more that than too. anything, I'm so curious. I'm like, who is buying who's us sending, these things? Who's the mystery package there was, sender? There because was I haven't no... gotten anything. And I, now I'm starting to get pissed <laughs> because that's the second time you've gotten something. I love, that <laughs> that's, gotten something. I love that that's actually a thing, that Landon just doesn't get anything. Landon froze. If, yeah, he did freeze. 
<laughs> did his power go out? Can or you did hear he me? just not plug in his Oh, oh there he oh, is. There he, goes. there he is. He's back. <laughs> Hi, bud. How's it going? You guys were like totally normal and you were like, yo, Landon froze. I'm like, what? Oh, hello? Your video's glitching all over the place. Ooh. I guess it's fine as long as we don't lose your audio. Yeah, that's a good point. Landon, also, I'm looking at your hat. Did you shave your head? Uh, your sides hair. are like. Oh, the sides. <laughs> yeah. Your sides oh, he's were got like the completely fade shaved down. Okay. Yeah. All right, he's starting at like a point five and going up to a three. Yeah. <laughs> he he definitely did the skin fade. Mm. All right. How I, about we I jump into segment one? I think that's something I can pull off. I do threes on the side all the way up because I know you guys were curious. You're welcome. Want a Mason haircut? Just shave the sides <laughs> at a three and don't Just cut the top at all these. ever. I normally start with a one, fade up it's to about long. a three, and then the top so is always- So far in this <laughs> podcast, we have talked about our favorite colors, how to yes. part, and our, yes. our hair length. Yes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Segment it's a good one. episode. It's going well. All right. <laughs> Let's jump into segment one because this will be a fun. This will be a fun one to kick things off. You guys ready? Yes. All right. Let me come up with a cool sound. By the way, I have a soundboard at my fingertips now for all the listeners. So let me let me come up with a cool sound for my segment. I actually. <laughs> All right, perfect. Segment okay. one. I'm Out so sorry for everybody's happened. ears that just exploded that. from that. Clay, I have. Wait, was that too loud? I can turn it down. That was very loud. Oh, I'm so sorry. Clay, I have a suggestion. Yeah. I want you to. I know you have. Are you using your MIDI keyboard for the soundboard? I'm not. I do have the hit MIDI keyboard here. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to set up. I want you to set up your soundboard on your MIDI keyboard and have no clue which button does which one. So oh, when you want to do a sound clip, exact, it's already terrible, <laughs> Clace. Oh. It's not good. So oh. why not like lean into that? Oh, let's all laugh at the funny man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? No, we're not gender biased. There. All right. Cool. Can I go into segment one now? That was the fakest laugh I've ever heard. That's why I like him so much. All right. Segment one. Segment one. We are playing the game Deal or No Deal. Are the you one where you spin the? Yeah. Um, is that the one where you touch the? the... I, will, I I will end <laughs> this stream right now and go walk out and never return. No. Deal or no deal, these? you pick a briefcase and you work your way through in the hope that you get a lot of money. That's the game we're playing. One of these days, Clay's is going to play a Wheel of Fortune game and we're going to be like, oh, that's the one where, that's the the one where you open the right? yeah. briefcases. <laughs> okay. All right. So for this game, this, this will follow the exact same rules of deal or no deal. We will go, um, we'll do, Landon, we'll do one with you. Mason, I'll do one with you. Here's, here's the incentive. We're using actual money. You have the opportunity to win up to. You each have the opportunity to win up to fifty dollars. All right. Whoa. Yes, stakes are high. So I like that. I have here ten briefcases, actual That's... briefcases. I have actual briefcases in my house. Oh, and they're they're filled with cash. 
They've yeah. got a lot of cash in them. And so I want you to pick a number between one and ten, uh, and then we will begin playing the game. So who would like to go first and who would like to go second? I just want to comment on like the elaborate setup that you have going in your room right now. You made a full backdrop. You have yeah. ten like metal briefcases with the numbers on them. Could you I know. Well, I can't ask you to open one up, but it's probably like velvet lined. I brought Vanna White in from Wheel of Fortune, and she, Vanna, is going to be opening our briefcases as you couldn't you get them. the bald guy so, from special from dealer guest star no deal on the I'm Telling Mom podcast because you couldn't afford Howie Mandel. Yeah, Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel doesn't open the cases. He is the host. I'm the host of this game. He's not coming on this you know, show. Mason, I th- I was picturing the bald black guy. What's his name? Montel or Steve. Steve no. Harvey, Steve Harvey. No. Montel, yeah, Montel. What's his fu- I thought he was Montel a Williams. Deal guy. <laughs> Has Montel done any game shows? <laughs> no. He's had a talk so. show. Yeah, That's so. Steve That's... Harvey does Family Feud. I know, I know that. You, are you, you thinking of Are you thinking someone? of Wayne Brady? Because no. he, he who does he the Price is Right. Price is Right. Yes. No, wasn't okay. thinking of him. All right. All right. Let's get started because I don't want this game to go super, super long. Uh, since neither of you uh, volunteered to go first, I'm going to randomly uh, generate from the banker is going to randomly generate who goes first. Yikes. Oh, I didn't like that sound effect. <laughs> um, Landon, you're going to go first. Did I just get spit on? Is yes. That, cool. Okay. <laughs> That's how we're d- All right. deciding. All right. Pick a num. Pick a sorry. Pick a briefcase. The one of the ones that you see. Uh, there. As you can see, they're labeled one through ten. So pick yeah. a briefcase. That will be your briefcase. Okay. okay? I think seven is uh, my lucky number today. Okay. Okay. Perfect. I have Vanna. Sorry, has set seven briefcase number seven apart. And that is your briefcase. Now, please start the game by selecting any any two cases, one through ten, except for seven, as that is your uh, that's your briefcase. And these are, by the way, cases that will be eliminated. Maybe and maybe this goes without saying, but I should probably say the most expensive briefcase has fifty dollars in it. the The most inexpensive briefcase has one cent in it. And then it kind of just varies in different amounts from there. So no matter there what, do we get like, money? The stakes are very, very different. Okay. okay. Also, I would just like to point out really quick, uh, Bendino Sriracha has just donated $2 to ben the pot. Dino Sriracha. My so, man. So regardless, win whoever wins is now. going home with at least $2. <clears throat> All right, oh. so not only will you win whatever's on your card, you will win the $2 bonus from Bendita Sriracha. So, <laughs> really right. high. And actually, Landon, I'm going to say pick three cases to eliminate just so we can make the game go faster. Oh, I'm eliminating them. Okay. Wait, yes. so no matter what, am I walking away with money after this game? At yes. There's no way I can like, At least lose a it penny. All? At least a penny. Yeah. Uh, That's a win in my book. All right, so we're getting rid of one... Three and ten. Okay. Landon, the three cases that you have eliminated, this wasn't a great one for you. You eliminated 
uh, $10, you eliminated $20, and you eliminated $35. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wonderful. Wow. Cool. So that means number right. seven is 50 bucks. You can hope. All right. Let's check in with the banker who will make you an offer and see, and you have the option to take it or uh, no deal. All right. Hang on. Give me... Ch- Talk amongst yourself. Let, let's let the banker have a moment. <laughs> What's he doing? I have to do some quick maths. The banker has to do some quick maths. Yeah, no, I wasn't so talking I pick, to you. If I pick, so I don't know how this, I, I've never done, I don't know how, I've never seen dealer no deal. <laughs> What's happening? So, You're kidding me. We just, we're just, we just follow what. Hey, this the, is a conversation between Mace and I, the banker. Yeah, Clace. Start counting. Okay. All right, sorry, my bad. He took his so, headphones off. Okay, yeah, I have no idea either. Okay. It's been a very long time since I've seen <laughs> Deal or No deal, deal. No Deal, Mason? You just wait for All props right. from Clace. Okay. All, right. All right, the banker has come back with an offer. Okay, cool. I'm an confident. An offer, Landon? I'm, Landon. Yeah, this is a super easy game. You can choose to keep your case number seven, or you can choose to accept the banker's deal $2.75. Oh, I'm sticking with what I got, bud. All right. He says, no deal. Great, Landon. You have six cases, briefcases remaining. Please remove three more. Oh, this is how this works. Can I, like, pick a different... <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> Wait, what? I mean, am I going to have an option to pick a different suitcase down the, down the no. line? It's just yes, to see, you, like, you, what you're knocking out. So, like, oh, you know that oh, these oh, ones are out. Oh, this is fun. I should I'm watch so this I'm so disappointed <laughs> in you. I am, like... Okay. I'm so this disappointed. This sounds like a cool idea for a, a game show. <laughs> yeah. All right. We should do it. It's been, we should it's just been running for 30 happen. years. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> um, All right. Okay, so I'm going to get rid of... I'm going to get rid of uh, four, okay. five, and six. All right. You have just eliminated 50 cents. That's good. Good for you. $2.50. Okay. And $5. All right. So the right, $50, so that 50 is still in here there. somewhere. Okay. So, so, Landon, let's let the banker uh, figure out a, uh, an offer for you. You have three cases remaining plus the one case that you selected at the beginning of the game. Um. Let's let the banker run some totals here based on averages. Yeah. So just to remind you, by the way, let me tell you the actual, Mason, I'll do this the same for you. Let me tell you the amounts of the four cases remaining. Okay. The amounts are one penny, 10 cents, $1, and $50. <laughs> Wait, so- you're telling Mason that? No, I'm telling both of you. I w- when I when Mason oh, plays, so I'll tell him, him oh, the so same thing. Mine still could be that fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You, yeah. If you eliminate the fifty dollars, which I'm, you could or could not. You could be the one that you picked. The most you could make is a dollar. So, all right. So that being said, the banker has come back with an offer based off of those averages. The bank is now offering you two dollars and fifty cents, or no. Yeah. No deal. All right, no deal. Now, you have three cases here remaining. Please select two to get rid of. This is such a good game show. <laughs> um, it is so hot in my room. You guys see this? Yeah, you're pitting oh, wow. pretty bad there, dog. Yeah, that, sorry. Yeah, was, that pit sweat. My, it's yeah, very sorry. hot in my room, too, and I have a silent fan on, but I... I had it angled so that the mic was picking it up a little bit, which nobody will be able to hear, 
But I'm like, that's what I've been doing for the last two minutes is trying to like rearrange the fan in my room. So Landon, as you can see on the the cases behind me, the numbers remaining are two, eight, and nine. So you need <laughs> to pick. You. you need to pick. To you need to pick out. two of those to eliminate. <laughs> eight. And Do you nine. need help from Vanna? Eight okay. and nine. All right, he's getting rid of eight and nine. You just got rid of ten cents and a dollar. Oh yeah! my gosh! Oh. I can't Woo! believe this is happening. Okay, hold on. The two cases you have remaining are the least and the most amount. One penny or $50. <laughs> oh, my okay. God. All right. This is a now, high stakes game right now. Really high stakes. I can't believe this is happening on the first game. All right. So, Landon, you selected at the beginning of the game case number yes. seven. Yes. The remaining case is case number two. Now, yeah. to end the game, oh, and this decides how much money you make. No. Would you like to keep your case and open your case, oh, or would you God. like to swap for case number two? Okay. Oh, man. Okay. So, yeah. if I was paying attention in math class, I don't remember if it was calculus or what class it was, Yeah, there was a study that shows when you got the three-door situation, and they you pick one, they knock off the other, and then they offer, would you like to switch mathematically for some reason, which I still, still to this day does not make any sense to me, you okay. are not to choose the other. I would love for somebody to explain that to me at some point, because I seriously, <laughs> I took the whole class, and I still don't understand why that makes sense. And there's a whole formula for it. Here, okay, no, no, no. If you want to talk math, you have a 50-50 chance. I that's what I'm saying, but apparently, according to calculus, there's like no here's a here's a whole like mathematic reason why, and I'm like, but it's a fifty fit, and it. I don't calculus. know. I didn't take that class, so all I, you know, all I know is that the math says that I should not pick the others, so I'm sticking with what I said. I you think I picked it from the start. Let's go. All right, he oh is God, refusing so case number two. Clay's right. smile is vindictive. He, uh, I'm going to make this worse because I'm going to play this with Mason and then I'll reveal how much you <laughs> each made. <laughs> All right, Landon, while you stew in this so awfulness. So, Mason, are you, like, are you like switching up the amounts in the... I have two completely different sets of cards. It's the exact same amounts, okay. but the okay. numbers right. are different. So, yeah, like, right. seven and two for you are not the same for him. Okay, that's what I like. Okay. All right, Mason... It is now your turn to play Deal or No Deal. Please select your case. I want case four. He chooses case number four. Sure do. Vanna needs to find it. All right. Case number four has been selected. Let's go ahead and start this game by Mason selecting three cases that you would like to eliminate. Yeah, I'm just really glad to be here. Really excited to be on the show. I'm just glad I got picked from the crowd. And, like, I'm just thankful. I, I'm hoping to win something today. We'll see what happens. Great. Thanks, Mason. Go ahead and select three cases. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like to give a shout-out to, to my brothers that are sitting at home, just probably watching the show. Um, my mom used to grow up, like, watching Price is Right all the time. I'm just really glad to be here. You do realize this isn't Price is Right, though, right? You know that that isn't. Can this you game imagine show. though? Can you imagine the guy that walks out on the stage and just like his face when he the, realizes he's on the wrong show? He says the wrong show. 
that would be terrible. I've always thought uh, the same thing about radio stations because at the end of every caller, they're like, "What's your favorite radio station?" I just want one time someone to be like, "98.9 The Bear," and they're like, "That's not us." <laughs> you asked me what my favorite radio station was, and I told you. All right. Uh, three cases, um, Mason. All right. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna get rid of two, three, and five. Just okay. all surrounding my case. You have eliminated one cent. Congratulations. You eliminated $10. Okay. That is. You also eliminated $50. No! So Landon has potential to beat me. He does have the potential to beat you. Mason, Mason, this isn't a competition. We're doing our separate games right now. Wait, no, no, wait. So Landon has one cent and $50, right? Yes, yes. So... Already, I have either lost or won because I eliminated my That's, one cent yes. and fifty dollars. Yes. Wow. What a script. What a script yes. we're doing right now. All right. Let uh, let's let's refer to the banker as he does some quick maths. And That's the part I don't understand. What's the, what is the banker? What is he doing? I think he's got to do math based on like what is out there determines what he's offering the, me. The average of that. Probably. It's not just the average. It's like a weighted average based on the cases remaining and the cases that have already been selected. Yeah, Landon. Math. Yeah, maths. I seriously want somebody to explain that that door thing because I I've never understood that. All right. The only Mason, thing the I can think of. Back? Shut up, banker. The only thing wow. I can think of is it's like. A statistics thing where they did like a thousand times they picked this one and a thousand times they did this one and this one came out on top it's gotta be that right just a statistics thing I don't remember but even then that's still technically just a 50-50 chance just statistically it happened to be what it Oh, sorry. While you guys were talking, I figured I might as well go mow the lawn. We're in the middle of a game. <laughs> All right. What What does the banker have to tell me? All right. The banker is prepared to offer you $5.75. It's more than I was offered, Mason. Yeah, but that's still not much. Um, I'm going to turn it down. All right. Please select three cases from the cases that you see behind me. To further eliminate. I'm going to get rid of 6, 8, and 10. Okay, interesting. You have just eliminated the case with 50 cents in it. Good. The case with $2.50 in it. Great. And the case with $5 in it. Perfect. You still I'm have quite a few high numbers out there. But I do have a $1 in there, right? Um... Yes. Okay. And a 10 cents. Ugh. Okay. All right. The bank is prepared to offer you, Mason. The bank's getting faster at his math. $7.50. <laughs> wow. No, no. That, a... that is one hour. That's above one hour of minimum wage pay, at least in Indiana. <laughs> I, think, I think minimum wage <laughs> went up to seven fifty. actually. Oh, I have no idea. Because I don't make minimum wage. (laughs) You also don't live in Indiana. I also don't live in Indiana. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm going to I'm going to turn it down. I got to I got to get that 40. All right. Mason, you have four cases left. 
please. How did we do this last time? <laughs> do we did I have you? Did we take three more away? No. Uh, you took two away. We took two away. Okay. And yeah. You, yeah. You quick. You just read off which cases because my eyesight's bad. Oh yeah, no problem. They're kind of far away. Vanna White, would you like to uh, read the cases that are oh, still no. out there? Of there we course, Clay. Mm-hmm. I, I would totally right. like to do that. This is the disgusting. cases remaining. The ca- <clears throat> shh, 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 shh. The cases remaining are one, two, seven, and nine. Thank you, Vanna. <laughs> really appreciate your involvement <laughs> in this podcast. Vanna's got some throat <laughs> cancer or something. Something's going um, on there. So I'm I'm getting rid of how many? Two or three? Two, please. Gonna get rid of two and seven. He wouldn't have the fifty dollars be the seven. Oh, you already eliminated the fifty dollars. Yeah, no, it's the forty dollars. Okay, all right. You have just eliminated the twenty dollars mm. and also the ten dollars. Okay, all right. So you got thirty dollars, forty dollars, and one dollar. No, you have, I think the highest is 35. I didn't do a $40 one. So you have a 35. Um, I'm not. I've I'm been not excited for that $40, though. All right, hang on. So you have the three remaining for you, Mason, are $35, $1, and 10 cents. Those are your remaining oh, amounts. Oh, boy. All right. The bank has come back with an offer and is prepared to offer you $5 even. You're going back down, deal boy. Deal or no deal? I mean, statistically, it's probably better that I just take the $5 because then I'm guaranteed to get $5. But that $35 is in there, and what could I buy with $35? I could get, like, three pizzas. I want three pizzas. I'm, I'm going to... You know what? I came <laughs> into this game with nothing, and I'm going to leave yeah. with very little. So <laughs> okay, that's how he, I'm looking at it. So, I need to hear the words, Mason. Deal or no deal? Howie, that's a no deal. No deal. Red lights, crazy flashing music. All right. <laughs> Down lights. Can I get a sound effect for the... Oh, yeah, I have those. That's the banker's <laughs> noise. Shoot, I should have been using that. <laughs> Here, how about this one? That's, that's, that's too that long. Titled, it goes on too long. That's titled Admiring Whistle. So you're welcome. Oh, okay. All right. He says no deal. Mason, between cases one and nine, please please eliminate one of these cases. I am getting rid of case. My gut says one, but yeah, I'm going one. All right. You have just eliminated one dollar. Now, oh, my gosh. Ugh. Mason. You have, between case four and nine, four was the case you originally picked. Yeah. You could either win $35 or 10 cents. <laughs> Would That's you like to keep... Too. This is really high stakes. I, I swear <laughs> I did not script this out at all. I'm doing exactly what you guys are telling me to do. Uh, so you guys both have the potential to win pretty high. Um, Mason, would you like to keep case number four or would you like to swap? So, according to this study I heard about, <laughs> apparently it is, based on this equation, you're actually supposed to, in this scenario, you're supposed to stick with your original answer. 
Hmm. Where'd you and I hear don't that? know. I don't know where it comes from, and yeah. I don't know like why Crazy. that's the case. But that's what I've heard. It's amazing. Okay. How that so works I'm out. I'm gonna stick with four. Good for All you. All right. Turning away case number nine. Clay's right, armpits are just so I have pouring a sweat. I'm Mason, sorry. I have a chance to win fifty dollars. <laughs> Do you want to trade our suitcases? Whoa. Oh, the- I'll oh. allow it, but you, both of you need to agree on it. So, so Landon's case, let's let's hang on, let's play this out. Landon's case is case number seven. He could either win one cent or fifty dollars. <laughs> Mason's case is case number four, and he could either win thirty-five dollars or ten cents. Now, would you like to swap? <laughs> but you both have to agree on it. Landon, okay. why would you want to switch? Honestly, though. I, I don't. I just wanted to see if he would want to and get his hopes up. Oh. Well, based on based on Landon's oh, the luck, study you heard. <laughs> no, no, no. Based on Landon's luck throughout sixty episodes of this podcast, I'm going to stick with mine. <laughs> I'm I am now going to I be think that's very really upset. fair and valid logic. All right. Landon, you have been waiting long, long enough. The bank. We're let's let's call the bank real quick. You, you may. Uh, you know the what bank would about- like to make you one last offer before oh. we reveal. Oh. Before we reveal this podcast, she just threw me another shirt. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a subtle slap in the face, like bro. You need you need to change. All right, I might throw that on in a minute. Another um, gray shirt. What sucks about add. this is the banker could totally, if he wanted to, just. Just say the other thing. So, can I see like visual evidence of what I'm about to win? What What do you mean? Basically, Landon's saying you could be lying and just do whatever you want. You could say whatever. I gotta see. I my, gotta say uh, when like, it's can, revealed. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. no I'll show but you. Tell me what I the will show you. Offering. Okay. I will show you. I'm not All trying right, to cool. hide anything from cool, you. Cool. But the All banker right. has an offer that you can either choose to accept or refuse. Based on, and this will be for it's both of be you. Between one cent and fifty dollars. <laughs> the offer, the offer is this twelve seventy five. The offer is twelve seventy five for both of you. Now you both could either actually let's make it fifteen bucks. The offer is fifteen dollars for either of you. You can take the fifteen dollars. That's a pizza and run, or you can reveal what's un, what's your case. What your case actually is. See, that's a guaranteed pizza, whereas before guaranteed. it's maybe a three pizzas, but maybe no pizza. This uh, this <laughs> way, I'm Mason's guaranteed a, a pizza. Deal out of this. That's the that's a tough. That's what's tough about this game, Landon. Would you like to accept the fifteen dollar offer, or would you like to reveal what's under your case and take the fate, whatever it may be? You boys have little faith. In my luck, because of 60 episodes, <laughs> nay. Today, my luck is turning around because Clay, <laughs> the banker, is going to reveal the $50. All right. All right. He's, he's saying no deal to the $15. Landon, you have just won. Let me get this in front of the camera. I can't oh, see. Hang on. I need to. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. So washed out. Hang on. Hang, <laughs> hang on. One cent. You just won a penny. Oh. Landon, 
Ben just won a penny. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, I knew his luck was <laughs> I knew it. All right, Landon just won a penny. He's not happy about it. Walked away from the mic. All right, Mason, would you like to accept the $15 offer or take or refuse, sorry, or take whatever's under your case, whatever that may be? Um, I ever, ever since, okay, let me, let me do a little backstory. Ever Landon's since so we- mad. <laughs> <laughs> He's just checked out. He's it's done like- for this whole episode. <laughs> Also, Landon, that was case number that was case number seven. So I'm not like flipping cards on you. Um, so little backstory. Ever since Landon said case number seven, I had case number four in my mind. Ever since he Mm. said it, so I'm I'm very confident. I usually have very good first reactions. So I'm sticking with my four. You better get some sense and save dollars. I. Case number four, he has officially turned down a $15 offer, a full pizza. Case number four reveals a $35 win. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Yeah! Oh, man. (laughs) I, uh, that's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Well, Mason, congratulations on your $35. Landon, congratulations on your one cent. <laughs> <laughs> this might be my favorite episode. Not o- I, I get not only do I get $35, I get $37 because that yeah, $2 with- from Bendino Sriracha added yeah. to the pot. Yeah, you oh, did. Congratulations. This is my favorite episode. Thank you. Oh. That was a roller coaster. I knew. I knew four four didn't have the fifty, but I knew it was something. It uh, had my back. That was that was fun. I liked that, and I will be paying you as soon after this episode is over. Landon, I'll make sure to uh, put a security uh, a security code on yours since it's in such a large amount. <laughs> I'm I. <laughs> that really that okay. First of all, that was. 100% genuine. Both gameplays, <laughs> high stakes on both. The fact that Landon got literally the lowest amount possible that you can get in this game, and Mason <laughs> got the second best that you can get in this game, is pretty aligned to the rest of this podcast. Yep. That's what I was banking on. <laughs> Landon, what would have happened if we right. switched? Um, I I would have been so. I'm, mad. Gonna, I'm just gonna. We're just gonna. We're gonna end this segment with this. It's a penny saved is a penny earned, not thirty seven dollars saved is thirty seven dollars earned. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Well, <laughs> thanks, guys. I had fun. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I liked it. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. Let's do. Landon, uh, you want to give him a clap? Do a round of applause. Yeah. Great, no, he can cl- give come himself on, a round of applause. You can't. We have never on this podcast ever done a round of applause. We get one clap. Oh, they want to do it again. It no, just Clay, you can't. It happened again. They're That's really... not what we do on this podcast. <laughs> we don't do right. round of applause. How about we jump into segment two? Sorry that, How that about, ran a little long. You know who else likes segment two? Our, Our sponsor. sponsor. Today, 
I I found this website that I am beyond excited for. Um, I'm gonna drop the link in chat and then also in Skype chat for you guys. Um, okay. This website is called. If you just Google pink trombone, which it, don't worry, it's fine. Or if you go to <laughs> normally dude, not something you would want to Google. Yeah, but. well, and I'm saying Google it because the actual website is dude d o o d dot a l slash pink trombone, okay. which is kind of weird. So just Google it, and it's the first result. And if you go into it, it's a speech synthesizer. Stop. Make it stop. I don't make it stop. I think I like it. <laughs> and you can control so you can control the tongue placement and then the actual oral oral cavity determines like what your throat is doing so it makes different uh sounds and shapes and stuff and you can close off the throat or expand the throat. To make like wow, actually, this is really interesting. Like, I feel like I'm learning a lot right now. <laughs> it's actually really cool to be able to tell like this is it. This is a accurate representation of how the mouth works and how elaborate and intricate it is. Is really cool, but also it's really fun to just go in and make it say da 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 da. <laughs> Yeah, no, it is. It's very educational. It's cool. If you take like the it. voice box control slider and take it as far right as you can, just even off of the website. <laughs> Do it for what? Take the voice box control slider and just keep going with it. Just <laughs> click it and hold it. And keep... <laughs> for, our, for our listeners, uh, when this comes out, here's here's what that sounds like. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Clay. It is interesting, but this yeah, is also somewhat creepy. I'm like, in it's a weird fantastic. Way. I think there was a really great idea there. I just think it's creepy. So thank you, Pink Trombone, for sponsoring this podcast. Love and appreciate you. Make sure to use. Uh, make sure to use promo code. Um, Mason's pink trombone for fifteen percent off. Oh, please don't! No, but actually, please go on that website and just check it out for yourself. I I don't know how annoying that came across in the recording. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Place, <laughs> oh. I have a question. Why can't we Google pink trombone? <laughs> I don't recommend it. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't know. I'm I don't genuinely know. Like, okay. the one I was like, is there something I'm missing with like a an innuendo in there or I some, mean Oh, there's definitely an innuendo there. <laughs> I just don't know what it could produce if you went to like if you type that in Google and then went to images, don't uh -huh. hold us accountable. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Be very I'm careful not, on the Google there. interwebs. Are we all ready right, to start so, the next yeah, segment? Yeah, we're I think we're ready for my segment here. Great. So a couple weeks ago, when the whole thing happened in Beirut, the three of us were in conversation with each other, and we were talking about some things, and I came across this Reddit article that was talking about how um, if you were in the vicinity of Beirut and you experienced that awful traumatic thing, if, if any of our listeners aren't aware, obviously there was a large explosion that went off 
in the city of Beirut, it's the capital of Lebanon in the Middle East, and uh, it was it was huge. It was all over social media. Um, but I came across an article on Reddit that said playing Tetris is really good to prevent PTSD. Yeah. Um, which was super interesting. We talked about it briefly in our chat, but um, trying to figure out why that is. What about mm. Tetris specifically, or is it just video games? Or I've never Did heard something like that. Did you do research on this? I'm just curious. No, not really. No. <laughs> so okay. Lance just wants it's to ask more the of a segue. He wants to bring it up. It's more of a segue into what this segment is going to be about, which is just pretty much talking about some interesting video game facts. I wonder, okay, just on the topic, and I know you don't really want to talk about this, but so the fact that Tetris helps with PTSD, mm-hmm. I wonder, total speculation here, but mm-hmm. I wonder if it's directly related to the the complete absence of chaos. Like, mm. Tetris is very uniformed and calculated, and right. you know exactly what's going to happen every every line, every drop, every time. And I wonder if that's kind of, there's no surprise element. There is zero, like it's 100% calculated. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that is, is what drives that. No, I, I think, I think hundred percent from what I saw was, you know, if you think about what, what's the biggest issue with PTSD is just, you literally just keep focusing on what happened and you replay it over and over in your mind to the point where that's all you focus on. But playing something like Tetris is like a mind numbing experience, but mm. as opposed to like, and maybe it's just video games in general, but as opposed to some other video games where like you can do it with while like, you know, talking or I don't know with Tetris, I think it's something you just kind of have to focus in on. And as it gets faster and faster. Now, imagine, imagine a world where this every gets so stupid. So where quick. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. This is going to be the dumbest comment of this episode. <laughs> Here we go. Three, two, one. Mason, what All you right. got to say? Okay, so imagine a world where every there there is a in every instance of Tetris, there is a point zero 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 one percent chance that at some point in the game, out of nowhere, a cartoon clown just pops on the screen, going ah. <laughs> that's just just for fun. That's, that's the Tetris expansion pack. You can buy that separately. <laughs> the Mason expansion pack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but r- really, I think I totally agree with what you guys are saying, and I think also it has to do with it takes some brain power to play Tetris. So it takes enough of your focus that you your mind is on something, but also not enough focus that you can't just kind. Of, it's a. It's like a good mix of monotonous activity and brain power melded into one game so that's probably like it keeps your mind active but not like overrun Mm -hmm. yeah yeah fun fact about tetris was uh, originally when they developed it they um didn't intend for it to speed up they didn't intend for it to speed up and come down faster and faster until you lose the game pretty much that was actually a glitch but then the the people that beta tested it were like loved that part Hmm. Um, so they're like, oh, I, know that. I guess we'll keep that in. Yeah. How so boring that, would it have been, though, if it would have gone to production I know, as they intended? I know, you would just keep going forever and ever. Yeah, That's but, terrible. Um, so with, with that being said, we've just got some random video game facts that if we want to talk about, we can talk about. So, Clace. Let's talk about them. Uh, Mario or Pac-Man or GTA? This is just my opinion. Uh, I would easily say Mario. 
So I grew up on Mario. That's like, there's so much nostalgia around Mario. I own all the old game systems with the original Mario packs and all of that. Mm -hmm. And I just, I love them. I think it's a a ton of fun. The storylines are great. The characters are cute. Um, I've, here's a, here's a fun fact. I've never played GTA ever in my life. Really? Really. Never played it. Pretty dang Um, fun. And then Uh, Pac-Man, my only, hang on. My only experience with Pac-Man is at the arcade. Like, I have never downloaded Pac-Man to my phone and been like, let me play Pac-Man on my phone. I just, the, my only experience with, a, with playing Pac-Man would be in an arcade, in a billard room, at a bar somewhere where, Pizza like... Hut, something like y- that. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. After church. Yes. Um, okay, so you, you made a comment that Mario is super cute, and that's one of the reasons why you love it. Maybe, maybe uh, has a little bit of a darker side. In uh, Super Mario Land, the OG Mario, so if you can imagine in your head the pixelated, like, on your Game Boy Super Mario. Um, it's like six remember, pixels. Huh? It's like six, <laughs> pix- six pixels wow. big. Not that bad, but yeah. So, um, if you remember, there were the, the blocks that are, are hardened, and they're, like, piled up next to pipes and stuff like that, and you gotta jump up them, right? Mm-hmm. You can't You can't, like, do anything to them. Uh, those are actually the people of the Mushroom Kingdom turned into blocks by the Koopas. Interesting. The, uh, the as as far as the Super Mario Land lore and and stuff goes, the developers said that that was actually the people of Mushroom Kingdom turned into blocks by the Koopas. Oh, huh. so you're just kind of hopping along. Uh, the dead bodies of dead your bodies. friends. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Um. <laughs> also, Mario porn exists. But All Nintendo, right. All right. <laughs> N- Nintendo <laughs> already bought its rights, so it can never be distributed again. That's really funny that Mario no- now owns the rights to that. For his this own is porn. okay, which is for a is, good reason. But they yeah, still but own is, that. <laughs> this is for Nintendo product in general. Like nobody can can. They're okay. More than anything I've any company I've ever known, Nintendo is so locked down on their licensing and making sure that nobody can use any of their characters or product without their explicit approval. Like, it doesn't surprise me. And I know you just pulled out like a, the wow factor of porn, but that goes with anything. You will never yeah. see anything Nintendo or Mario related that has not been explicitly given approval for. Yeah, that's like that's the case with a lot of video game companies. Um, I've actually gotten a cease and desist from Valve, the yeah, company that did Portal. I, that. I was making a decent amount on these posters that I had, and then one day I was just forced to take them down. They sent you a cease and desist for that, like not an official letter for it, but uh, I was forced to take it down. Yeah, I was forced to take okay. it down. And even I had to take out one that said um, it technically didn't have any portal imagery. It just said the cake is a lie. And apparently they have the cake is a lie mm. copyrighted. Copyrighted. And and I, huh. I was forced to take that one down too. It's really stupid. Hmm. Yeah, copyright's really... Yeah, that's weird. Um, so Mason, Pac-Man or... Uh, GTA. Pa- uh Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Uh there is a hiding spot in Pac-Man where you can be safe. Oh, that's really one, cool. 
once you find that location, you literally can sit safely for as long as you want, and uh, you won't be touched. But aren't there multiple levels? Like, once you beat a level, it goes on to a next one? Is that just for, like, the first level? I don't know, but that's a good point. You're not going to advance in the game. It's not like you wait it out and then you just are able to beat the game. You have to yeah. move to win. Right, so, yeah. But... Technically, you could go put yourself in that one spot, go get a drink, and then come back. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Or you could press pause. uh, Pac-Man was also supposed to be called Puck-Man. His resemblance to a hockey puck, that's where that originally came up with. However, game developers were concerned that Vandals could deface that name in a particularly scandalous (laughs) way. I learned about that from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Is that in there? Yeah, they they reference that's that as like movie, a man. you know what fact. I love that movie. That is the best movie. Wait, where is that? Okay, in the movie? I, it's Scott's at a party, and yeah. he's like, "Hey, did you know that oh. P- Pac Man was originally called yeah. Puck Man, but they had to blah 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 blah." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he, and that's he just he brought it out as a random fact. Huh. <laughs> he was saying that to Ramona. That's right. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I haven't seen. Maybe like I need to movie? rewatch that, dude. That, no, no, no. that movie okay. is so artistically well done. Mm. See, and I appreciate that. Like, I can definitely, I get the artistic value in it when I have not seen it in probably 10, 15 years. So I'll rewatch it just out of curiosity. But when the first time I watched it, I was just, I remember thinking to this day, like, that's a weird movie. And I wasn't really into it, which is why I've never watched it again. I think, yeah, but back then you had your like high school, like hot shot right. persona so You're i right. would think that actually if you watched it now you might actually really enjoy it because it's funny yeah like it's one it's of my favorite really movies. funny stuff yeah I'll i would say so too because it's very um, it's very video game and comic book styled so if especially right. now that i think you can appreciate that mm-hmm. culture a little more you'll definitely like it yeah uh on that note barack obama campaigned in 18 games during the 2000 rephrase rephrase <laughs> during the 2008 presidential election Barack Obama purchased ad space in 18 games that ran in 10 states the vote for change billboards were in burnout paradise skate madden and more uh, that targeted the demographic of ages 18 to 34 that's funny. That'd be First like if all, Rocket League had a billboard like mm-hmm. in-game how they sometimes yeah. do advertisements like in the background oh, yeah. they just mm-hmm. added a Obama poster to it. I think it's genius. I think this is just my personal marketing perspective on this. I think it's genius. I think that I think that that was a strategic move. And who knows? Like I don't have any of the metrics to know if it was profitable or not. But obviously, he got voted into office. Um, But that being said, really, really, that was probably a well thought through decision that I think was a good one for them. It'd have to be done tastefully, too, though. Imagine if you got some Trump posters in some of your games. You, you, yeah, I would you, not be happy. Definitely. Yeah, back, back in 2008, I mean, I think their marketing team was pretty genius because they, they did the video games, but that was also like they started doing social media ads and stuff at that time, which was completely new. You know, mm-hmm. politi- political campaigns with, with social media like no politicians ever did that. But then once he got to the mm-hmm. White House, you'd see like live streams all the time with Barack Obama and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they they were like on top of it. 
But Mason, you raise a good point. Now it's like so we're so politically divided that that would not play yeah. out at all, I don't think. But it's now so saturated in everything we do that it's almost yeah. like most people play video games now to escape all that. So like if you infringe yeah. on my right to escape reality, like <laughs> don't do it. That's a that's a great point too, actually. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. Um and and speaking of that, the UK versions of FIFA 2001 and Gran Turismo 2 shipped with the peculiar idea of scratch and sniff discs. If you scratched FIFA's <laughs> disc, you would smell the pitch. Uh, rubbing Gran Turismo's 2's disc would deliver an authentic pit stop smell. Pit stop smell? What is an authentic pit stop smell? Just like burnt gas? rubber? <laughs> yeah, burnt, burnt rubber and gas? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Isn't that like fascinating in a weird way? Like they were like, Who let's, would go ha- let's design that this disc to be scratched. You know what? You know what that makes me think is I wonder if the process of creating a disc automatically has like that factory disgusting smell and then they have an additional process to like clean it up. And they were like, we could probably save money by just and not doing this extra process. <laughs> and then it smells horrible no. when you get it. It's like, that's part of the experience. No, I can guarantee you that's not what happened. They probably put a <laughs> lot of R&D into this. I wonder what the ROI would be for that. Like, what? who's buying a disc based on how it's like scratch and sniff abilities? First of right. all, it's never been done. Because Nobody you cares. Have to buy it. That's you a have big to buy investment. It before you can do that. Right, so like on the box, right. you have to say, and maybe, when you open this, scratch on the, the disc. Well, I mean, <laughs> how else are you going to sell that point, right? That's also that's you're not telling your buddy, you're not telling your buddy Jake, hey, like if you buy this disc, you can scratch it and smell it. And how many people do you think flipped it on the wrong side and scratched? Like, that's what the, I was going to say. <laughs> like you got to scratch the top sticker. So you're taking but, a penny to it, like yeah. a lottery, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was and then that was and then you got to deal with the backlash of that. Like if that was the case now, if that was the case now, then people would like return them and be like, "You told me to scratch the disc, and I did. Right. So now take this back." And they'd have to. <laughs> There's no way that they were any more profitable by doing that. Huge waste of time, in my opinion. <laughs> but hey, it, it's it could be like a cool novelty thing. If it's never done again, it's like hey. You should, Go buy that one that one game so you can scratch and sniff it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I've got plenty more facts, but we'll just leave you with this Here's last one. Here's what I say to we're, that. We're running low. On- I just I, <laughs> I just want to slap you tonight. I All hate right. that. Um, the room is slowly fading away. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have this one last one before we head out here. Uh, Atari was started by a guy named Nolan Bushnell. He started Atari with just $500. Within five years, the company earned $28 million. And by 1982, they topped it $2 billion. Started at $500. Uh, in addition to starting Atari, Bushnell later founded the popular pizza and entertainment company, Chuck E. Cheese's. Oh. Chuck E. Cheese. Wait, wait, wait. You're telling me the same guy that created the genius that is the yes. Atari, that literally like introduced video games to the world, in my opinion. Yes. Great design, great user functionality, uh, great... I mean, I'm not going to say great marketing because I don't really know, but it was wildly popular. 
That same guy built, created, and came up with Chuck E. Cheese's. Yes. Let's throw dirty ball pits in a restaurant and serve them pizza. And the by it's... the way, the mascot is a mouse. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's a yeah. good idea. So uh, like it it actually does make sense if you know the history of Atari. In nineteen eighty two, sales topped at two billion dollars, but then in eighty three is when a huge, like really awful thing happened to Atari. They they released the number one to this day the world's worst video game, which was um, ET on Atari. Oh. It's, it's labeled the absolute mm. worst video game ever created, and they made rated by in, who in preparate? Huh? Created by rated Atari. By, like, rated so by who? They oh, came rated, out with the game rated by oh. rated by like everybody. Like okay, just agreed upon that it's the worst. Universally horrible. Because, well, <laughs> okay. Because what they did in preparation for the game coming out, it was following the huge Steven Spielberg movie and it was like, you know, the movie was insanely huge. So they expected that this game was going to be insanely huge. It's a it's a kind of a long story, but it's super interesting. Basically, basically Atari tanked in 1983 because of that game. Uh, that was a large part of it, but there were a lot of other things like they were mishandling money and stuff. Okay, so he was then funneling money into Chuck E. Cheese just to broaden his portfolio. <laughs> I don't think he was. I don't think he was like. Are you saying like funneling illegally the Atari money? Not, no, not illegally. I mean, if he owns, oh. so if he made twenty eight million dollars off of Atari, he's going to take some of that money and sure. build Chuck E. Cheese. So sure. like, was he just doing it to be diverse in his portfolio of? companies that he owns or was he doing it because he was genuinely passionate about making kids happy with pizza and people in mouse costumes landon landon i give you one clap i give you a clap for that segment super phenomenal thank you so much for shedding light on video (laughs) games and some interesting facts around them listen uh for for those of you listening to the podcast thank you so much uh for tuning in Love and appreciate you. Go go ahead. Just a quick shameless plug. Go like the Facebook page. Follow us on Twitch. Go uh, go leave a nice review in Apple Podcasts. You know, that it makes a huge difference. Uh, tell people that we're the bee's knees. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bye. Mom. I'm telling Mom. Mom? Next time on I'm Telling Mom. So while Clace is out looking for that, Landon, uh, apparently something better awaits in your mailbox. You want to go check that really quick while Clace is... Should I? Go go for it. Go see what's in your mailbox. Okay. What is happening? What is going on today? Someone put something in your mailbox during the podcast. (laughs) So I'm the only one on stream now. This is fun. Look what this has turned into.